Hello, you beautiful people. I nearly forgot to press record then. Hello. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone down well. It wouldn't have gone down well. We would have been, we would have been talking and not recording, and then halfway through... You know, like, I am still so tempted one day, when we do that countdown, to stick a dollar something here. Because if people do don't it. know, we talk before we do this. So we've seen... Well, they do now. Do it. Give it away. <laughs> well done. Well, it's not a closely guarded secret that we do actually communicate with each other. Makes this a little bit easier. Yeah, but we could be like... The top gear lot, like Richard Lanky, Ella, and Small Fry, who literally hate each other outside of the TV show. Do they? They don't talk or anything. Literally don't communicate until they do well, the that TV must show. Be a bit awkward. Yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Hello, and good evening. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode seven day. of No Holds Barred. Um, I am Bernard. This is Ian to my right, your left, whichever way. I don't know anymore. Give up. And I'm the filling at the bottom. Is our sandwich filling in between? How are you? Can oh, I just God. say, I think people can read. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to introduce. Even though they can read, you can still introduce us each time. God's yeah, sake. Yeah, I like to be introduced. Yeah. Now, what they should be doing is watching us from the very beginning, and then they'd get to know our fucking names anyway. Because <laughs> they'd be looking at us thinking, I don't want to talk to him, don't want to talk to him. God help him, I don't want to even look at him. You figure Thank out which one you are. <laughs> Thank you for talking I've about got myself, a I'm, I'm, I'm the last. Yeah. Oh, my mic's gone limp. <laughs> it needs and that's a not a euphemism. I think we should re-record re all this. No, no carry on. Do you, so know what I realized? Do you know what I realised last week? We were talking, like, we put the images of the Queen up, didn't we? Was it last week or the week before? Uh, I don't know. I think it was the week one before. Yeah. I uploaded it all to Spotify and then realised no one can see what we were talking about. We're describing this picture and not one soul can see on Spotify <laughs> because it's a podcast. So we might have to describe, if we put images up, we might have to describe them. Oh, Okay. Just in case. Like, so Ian, it's a black man. put your things away. Keep them away from the screen. Don't want to see any of that. We don't want to describe any of that. Listen, I like his creepy dolls. I was talking about him. Hey, you leave him alone. Stop picking on Ian. I know, yeah. You know what? Do you want... I'll, I'll just get a, a shot, an image screen, and just have it there. You don't need to see me. Listen. <laughs> you stay where you are. You stay You know there. what it is, Martin? It's that you can't compete with something that's sexy on the same screen. And that's you don't have to giggle. Bad. No, you didn't have to smear <laughs> them, Martin. Stop that. I couldn't help oh, it. Are we going, are we going to talk about me? <laughs> are we, are we Shall doing we get on with it? Shall we get yeah, on with on. it? Yeah. So, in the news this week, we have seen, and we're going to go to Martin for this one because he's the one who actually brought it to our attention, and it's the, the rise in domestic abuse. Um, I'll throw it to Martin just because he's got some facts and figures. And I haven't got no facts and figures, but <laughs> as I was watching the news the other day, and we were going to talk about it last week, 20, there's been a rise, 25% more men have rung in domestic abuse helpline since the beginning of lockdown. I mean, and it's shocking, really. Mm. 
I think it's because it's seen as a female thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, not it is. Way that domestic abuse towards male or men or women is bang out of order. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just now, does domestic come under like? Is that like physical, or is that like emotional and all that? Is that does that come under? Yeah, I think it's all under the whole same blanket. I think it's all connected because um, it's. I think it's just any form of abuse in the household, isn't it? From, from my understanding, so that would be yeah. emotional, physical, mental. Those type of abuses. I would presume. I would presume it'd be that. Yeah, um, I'd say because. Because it's, it's, it's not it's, something you really think of a man going through of like domestic abuse. Because it's just like, well, you're a you're a big butch man. What are they going to do to you? Yeah, because I was saying I was looking on my Facebook today, and there was a lad who I have got his like he's on there. I don't think he's a friend. Like I don't think I've ever had a single conversation with him or anything. <laughs> but he put a picture up and a statement to say this guy for the last year and a half he's been in a relationship with him, and he's had. Black eyes, he's, he's had fractured ribs, and he, today he put up saying, Enough's enough. And he named and shamed his partner and put all these pictures up on him on Facebook of what he'd actually gone through and police reports and everything. Mm. I mean, so, and to look at him, this guy is he's, he's literally like a big guy, he's quite a hefty looking fella. And yet, this he was getting proper battered left, right, and centre by this little knobhead. It's a, it's a strange one, isn't it? How you let yourself get abused that way? I mean, can, well, it, I don't it, think it, I could love so, <clears throat> if somebody loved said they loved me, and then they smacked me. That's not love. But it's not. It's well. It's it's not. It's not. But like Ian's just said, like you know, someone getting into that position it sometimes you don't actually realize you're in that position till you're actually too mm. far in yeah it's like i'll i'll I say mean, my first relationship was emotional and mental abuse and i didn't realize till i was like six seven months in that it was actually that's what it was i think that's the thing isn't it with the abuse cases that you hear it's not a straight away thing it seems to something that goes on over yes, time, gradual. Starts off yeah. little things and then gradually builds up. Because you've all heard that one where a woman said, "Oh, he he, he smacked me, but he said he was sorry," and I've yeah, given a second chance. I'm not being funny, but if I'm in a relationship personally and somebody hit me, I'm I'm gone. Yeah, well, I call you, myself above that. But you you could be that strong character, that strong personality that could say that could walk away. Whereas that person I'm might. Wrong. Be... I'm not taking it away from these people who suffer what with this and stay in the relationship for a long length of time. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse to be fair, and especially if there's kids involved and like people are staying with these people just because they've got kids. I don't think that's a good enough excuse to stay in an abusive relationship. Because I. I it it's probably not, isn't, but it's got that's a big decision you make, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because you're not taking walk away. Yeah, because it's not just your life you like affecting now, it's like you've got little ones, you know. Mm. But like, this is where, like, the last few months where like you can praise Hollyoaks for bringing this, especially on 
uh, within a gay relationship of bringing that forward because they've done it where the person was the person who was doing the abuse was a police officer. So that I don't know. I can't say I've been watching it. To be fair, literally just finished the last few weeks. It's he's been murdered now. Sorry, spoilers, but <laughs> not for you <laughs> too. For anyone else who watches, um, yeah, he's been murdered. But like the whole build up to that is within like the whole year or so that they've done it is he's slowly integrated into his life. This police officer into I think it's John Paul's life. Um, so, and he's kind of slowly doing little things to twist, you know, situations and making people around this person think that they're a different type of person. So it's like, I think there was one instance where I think he walked into a door, the abuser walked into a cupboard door, went to the hospital. One of the nurses was like, oh, how was this happened? And it was a phone call. And like it was, it was a PC kiss or whatever his name is. That's a stupid name. Um, that's his, that's the officer's name. PC kiss. It's <laughs> you can tell Bernard watches a lot of Hollyoaks. I do watch a lot of Hollyoaks. But like this story was like really intriguing, just because it showed how slowly it can take. Because it was like what eighteen months worth of a storyline. So it just showed how slowly you could easily get into it and then be Would you too think it's, it starts off then emotional abuse? Yeah. You, they belittle the person, they yeah. slowly plant them seeds where they become, I don't know, um, worthless for lack of a better yeah. word. Yeah. And then to have this person who's like, well, you're not worthless, but I'm the one who's making you feel worthless without actually mm. doing it directly. So then you just see how the abuser is making their person more reliant on them. So that's premeditated then, isn't it? Because that's like... Now, that's premeditated. Oh, God, yeah, because yeah, that's proper working, working your way through their psyche, yeah. destroying it yeah. bit by bit. But that, I but mean, that's just... proper planning. Yeah. yeah. It just shows how, you know, sometimes how easy it might be for someone, especially if you battered down and brought down to your lowest point of being worthless and you've got no self-worth. Do you think that's them. why men have a problem admitting to it? Because, one, they, they might not, they may have the assumption that, one, no one's going to believe them. Um, it's a sign of weakness on their part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to be fair, I don't think... Luckily, I've never been in that situation where any of my partners have... I mean, as I say, I've been with twats and, and people like that who, you know, cheated on me and all that sort of crap. But if one of them ever smacked me, I'd, I mm. think I'd fucking lamp them back. Yeah. I would. Not, no, I wouldn't do it to a woman, but I'd, I'd no, take to, it... I'd to take be it fair, down, though, I'm not being funny but... And this is where I'll probably get slated for it. But if a woman can hit you, why can't you hit them back? If they don't, if they come, say, if I'm out in town and if a girl's come at me, I mean, you've seen how fish, girls are vicious. I'll fucking smack her one. I will literally kick yeah. a bitch. Don't I, 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 I'm, I'm the same as you, man. I will defend myself. Yeah, it I'll doesn't say myself. I'm going to 
full on punching and kicking to the ground, but I'll probably I'll push it away. Safe. And if a slap's involved, so yeah. be it. If they're big enough to dish it out, yeah, then they should be big to enough to kick. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Listen, I'm equal opportunities. If a girl's fucking going to give it to you, you give it right back. And I'm sorry, I don't, but I'm not saying it as in like in relationship, but never, I never dream of it in anyone because I'm like, I don't think I've ever had a fight in life, to be fair. Because I've never had to. But Once, I, think, I think I've nearly had to. <laughs> no, but I've never had a fight, Canel. I think my fucking brothers would kill anyone for me. That's how many of you how many fights have you had, Ian? <laughs> One or two. With your casual whistle in there. <laughs> yeah. Really give it away. That's the thing, but yeah. I do think if a woman can hit a man and if say and some girls are quite big and they've got a lot of power behind them. Mm. And if you see them videos on YouTube and like they're always getting up, girls are fucking vicious. I mean, so I've if a girl starts to scrag me everywhere, I'm gonna yeah. scrag her back. I've seen some videos on the likes of YouTube where there's girls attacking a man in the street or their partner. And I'm thinking that's a hell of a lot of restraint that poor fella's showing. Yeah. Where a lot of people I could imagine in self-defense, I'm not advocating hitting anyone. No, exactly. that's what I mean. Self-defense gets difference. And in relationships, it's just a no-go. I mean, that's right. I think. When I first got with Liam, I mean, my mouth runs away with it myself. And especially when yeah. like, my nieces and my nephews are around. <laughs> I mean, Never have I will F and Jeff like a sailor. I'm like a doctor. <clears throat> I don't give a shit. I mean, these are like five-year-olds going up to like 21. And young, and like the two young nieces. And I'm going, if anyone ever touches you, just fucking kick them in the fanny. And Liam will smack me, like to say, shut up. Like, and my brothers have gone, did he just hit you? And I've got, I've had to sort of like, he didn't mean it like that. It just sort of like just shut me up. And they've gone, mm. oh, I don't like that. And he doesn't do it. Like I say, it's just like he knows not to do it now because I'm like, do not hit me, otherwise I'll hit, hit you back. But I think as I just, as I go, I've got a mouth like that and I've, I'm sure I've got undiagnosed Tourette's. So. <laughs> I have. Any so, any doctors who are watching this, please get in touch and think just Yeah, just I've got self diagnosed Tourette's and I don't as I say I don't give a shit, but <clears> I think there we go. I do just sort of <laughs> my mouth runs away with it. Yeah. But there's a difference between you saying something and someone nudging yeah. you. Yeah. Than that's someone what I mean. Somebody like nudges and go, oh, boom. Yeah. It's not one of them. It's like a little shut up with one of them and I'm like mm. boom. I'd say I do that to him all the time. It's, it's... just have to glare. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> I think not that it works. No, I think there's a difference. Sometimes <laughs> I can imagine the emotional abuse being a lot harder yeah. to cope with than physical bruises, mm. cuts, breaks, heal. Yeah, emotional the side emotional takes a lot longer. One, that's got to take a lot longer, and for you and to especially come out if of. you've got. And especially if you're in a relationship and you've got low self-esteem issues anyway, for somebody then mm, yeah. to like highlight them and then reinforce that belief system on you, then do you know what? These people are just evil because yeah. they're playing you on your weakness. Do, do you think they do because it's like a power thing? 
where they like I, to have the control, or is it an insecurity on their part? I don't know, because I, I say I've never been in that position. I think some of it's insecurities, but I think some of it is... Controlling, like, like a control control, freak. control, but I think some of it is, for me, and for what I think of my situation, it was whatever I was getting accused of or abused with, I think that is what was actually happening. In the their opposite. life. So, like, I... Because I went through, what, eight, what was it? Seven months of it, maybe? Um, so mine was, like, a lot of emotional, um, a lot of being put down. Um, and you, Ian, met the person, so he knows exactly yeah. what they were like. So a lot of it was, like we would have fights and she would start texting someone who she worked with who she'd mentioned tons of times, oh, I've got feelings for them. I'd have gone. Well, go then. <clears throat> I'd have, I... I think it's easy oh, for the likes of us to say, time. you know what? It's. E I think if you're in it, it's a different situation. Yeah. And it, yeah. I don't think I'd yeah. know what I'd do. Because it's easy for us to say, do you know what? I'd have gone, fuck off your sock out. Go on then, go and shag them, do what you want. Yeah, it's I, easy to look from the outside. Yeah, that's what I mean. At but the when time, you're in it, I don't think you could. I think you'd no. be. I think that'd be really time. hard and, and sort of yeah. soul destroying because then you're you're competing with somebody who's probably not even wanting to be do anything with that person. So in your head, you're then instantly competing for their affections with someone else. <clears throat> yeah, because at the time it was like, because I would be like, um, well. It's either break contact, don't work with them, because this was just extra work didn't actually need to be done. It was either do that or we've got a problem. So like, but in the thick of it, pulled my hands up. At the end of it, I was like, "What the? F why? Why did I stay in that for that long?" But at the time, it's just like because you are brought down so much that that's the only person giving you attention. Yeah, so did you believe everything that that person was saying to you? Yeah, because literally, we, I think we started dating in the July in 2015, something like that, 2014, 15, one of them. Um, and by the March, we broke up. We'd had, a, we'd had a break. Within two days, she was she'd asked this person out. And then a week after messaged me, said, oh, we need to break up. It's not fair on them. I'd have gone. Well, see and, you later. Yeah, which was what I did. Which was what I did. But it that's how long it took from, like, going into it. I know it's only short. It only seems a short amount of time. Listen, but... it doesn't matter, though, because the damage is done, yeah. and I bet you took it a long time. It was, literally, it was from... We got together in maybe the July. I'm sure it was the July. And by the October... All those mental mind games were starting, well, had started. Listen, well, since we're talking <clears> about, you know, domestic abuse and stuff, I'll tell you, when I on the second Liverpool Pride, and this will tell you how long it took me to get over certain things. On the second Liverpool Pride, I went there with my mate. And, as you know, town's chocker. All the bars were full because everyone's at a bar one. It's now shut down, thankfully. And me and my mate went there and we started having a few drinks. 
and we got started talking to this gay couple who were in the 30s and they seemed lovely and that but my mates were thinking oh martin's all right here he'll he'll have one more drink with them and then he'll go home which that was my plan i went to see make sure that she got a taxi all right come back and when i had one of me had another drink which they bought for me when Literally about 10, 15 minutes after drinking it, I started feeling a little bit sick and a bit woozy. I went down the toilet, which were down the stairs. And when I got there, one of them had followed me and literally went within, started to like hold my head as I was being sick or feeling like I was going to be sick. Next Mm. minute, the other one comes in, holds me down, while the other one then decided to rape me, because I couldn't fo- I couldn't stop them because I was just pretty much out of it. And then after he finished, the other one had to go. And this is how much of how it took me up until I met Liam, and I'm talking about seven, eight years nearly before I let anyone else touch me because of the damage that that done to me. And I always thought, do you know what? It was my fault because I put myself in that situation. It was, I have to say, probably, and I have to say that contributes to my mental health. Literally Mm. put myself, because I blame myself for that. I literally got left there. And then I think it must have been about an hour or so. Because as I say, the bar was dead because it was one of the place where you'd go. It was out the way. I went literally when I got found and I was like, and I just said, oh, I felt sick. And it just, I must have collapsed or whatever. I literally, I got put in a taxi and got home. And I went to work the next day. And I, lit- I think I put that much of a mental block on things that I was like, oh, yeah, it didn't happen to me. Didn't happen to me. Not at all. So it took years, and I mean years, before I let anyone else touch me. I mean, it's probably easy for me to say on this one, but you had nothing to blame yourself for. That's yeah. the thing. And I know that now, but I yeah. didn't back then. I no matter you know what. whether you're on your own or doing whatever you are doing when you're out, no one has the right to violate another person like that. That's the thing. I had that done to me, and it still affects me now. It's like times when, you know, I'm trying to be intimate, and then, I'll close up and I'm going, don't, don't touch me, don't touch me. And I'll lit- I will literally freeze up, like, do not touch me. Because for some strange reason, like, I'm back there again. And I'm like, no. Yeah. But did, you luckily- ever, did you ever deal with it? Pro- Sorry, my voice is going. <clears throat> did you ever deal with it? Pro- did you ever take it further? I've had counselling for it, yeah. Did you ever go to the authorities or anything towards it? Or was that? Too late. Not? Too late. Because... If it had happened straight away, then yeah, they could have because there would have been DNA evidence. There would have been all sorts. But because I went home, I had a shower. I put my clothes in the wash and then I got on with my life like it never happened. And that's what I do. I don't think I always tell it like it's a story because then if it's a story, it doesn't affect me because it's a story that I'm telling people. And I'll, I'll sort of like try and take the emotional side away from it. We're talking about it now. I can feel myself shaking because it's not something that I'm open about. But I think because we're talking about this and this is all about, you know, 
mental abuse, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, doesn't matter, it comes in all sorts of different shapes and sizes yeah, yeah. that I will talk about who it use. But again, it's not in that I'll publicise about. Yeah. And can I say and cause of that bloody thing, them two pair of bastards, I'm now left with being HIV positive because of it. Where I'd always been safe with partners, doesn't matter what. Before yeah. adult, because me say my dad drummed it into me from an early age. Before you get with someone new, you'd always make sure you're clean. You'd always make sure you go and get yourself checked. You'd be an adult about things. If you're an adult, if you're an adult enough to have sex, you're adult enough to go and get the checks. And that mm. was always drummed into me as a kid or when I was growing up. And Can I, I just say sure then, Martin? That. I mean, you're saying this. You're speaking about this publicly. Are you all right with this being? Yeah, as I say, if if people are being through what I've been through and they need someone to talk to, feel free to message me. As I say, and you know, if there's, you know, you need counselling or whatever, there's places where you can go that get the help. You just no, need just to look for it. That no, you're that's okay fine. As I say, I'm okay this. with that. It's I'm fine with that. It's because I tell it as a story. Because <clears throat> I so I don't I don't want to feel the emotional side of it. I block that out something complete completely. But I do have moments where it does affect me, especially when I'm being intimate with my husband. Sometimes I mean it's very rare, but in that case when I'm like that, he is so supportive. He knows what to do. He knows what he can do, what he knows what to say, he knows how to behave, he knows not to push anything, and he's fine with that. It's just like, it's all right, we'll come back when you want to do it, like, or whatever. That's, that's what awesome that you've got someone in your life that and is... And that's what I mean, and it's, that, it is, it's such, I'm so blessed and lucky to have that. I know mm. that. But I think other people, not everyone is as lucky as me, to be fair. And I, I do count my blessings when it, it comes to him because like, he has had to put up with a lot of shit with me, especially with my mental health. But that is nine times ten the cause of it. Mm. I mean, yeah, grief and that. I mean, that's a thing. I think we've touched upon that a few times is where our mental health and our depression, you tend to forget how it affects the people around you. Yeah. Mm. And what they've got to put up with because of the way we are. I mean, I'm saying, when I go into my depression, I don't talk to anyone. I go quiet, I go reserved, mm. and I back away. And that's got to be a bit of a strain on some people because the first thing yeah. is on the mind is like, fuck, what have I done? No, exactly. People seem to think it's, it, it's them because they're all about... Yeah. I mean, not being self-censored, but some people go, oh, have I upset them? And it's because they, they, they people are insecure about themselves that they think that yeah. way. Because I know yeah. I'm the same. I go, if somebody doesn't talk to me, I'm going... Oh, what have I done? And then it'll play on me then thinking, have I said something? And then I'm the type of person to go up to go, have I upset you? Because if I have, I'm sorry. And they're like, no, it's not about you. And you're like, oh, okay. And then that gets your back up then because they've gone, it's not about you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what have I done? So then like, that well, plays well, again. I was only asking. Like the three of us, because like all of us will check in on each other regardless of whether we've yeah. got oh, each I won't. I couldn't care fucking less. Oh, well, don't lie. Right. You, you, do you know what? If you don't listen, if you don't hear from me for a few days, you message. Just you do. Oh, in case I need a lift. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Ian said that. Like when he goes quiet, like everyone, 
Because like we do the other groups and stuff, and anytime you go quiet, I always get inundated with messages. Is you all right? Is yeah, going right? to say you're all right, Cena. See, but I'll just message it out right and say how are you. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's kind of a weird one as well, though, because there are times where you've got nothing to say, so you are quiet. Yeah. And <laughs> especially with these, because we chat about absolutely everything <laughs> and anything and everything. And we're like, blah, 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 blah. There's nothing for you to fucking talk about. With the groups that we're on, there's some people that talk about stuff where you couldn't give a rat's ass about. So really? you are just sitting in the back like... Leading to it. It's not being horrible screen? towards them, but it's not a conversation no. I'm involved in or want to know anything about. I know it gets a bit pointless sometimes, and you're like, mm. "Really, shut up!" But I do enjoy I our groups. Go back on the, the what we were talking about, the um, domestic abuse. I watched yesterday. There was a BBC Three program. I'm reading this at the moment from three years ago where they did an experiment with a man and a woman in a park mm. and the first now hour uh, hour and a half the woman sat down on the bench and the man was verbally abusive towards her you know the things of like um what it, what what you think you were doing um where where have you put this thing types of lot stuff like that and like do you want me to slap you again do you and for the hour and a half when it was that way, there was seven people who passed, stopped, and assisted the woman. Then the next one, the role was reversed, where the woman standing up, giving the fella the full-on verbal abuse. And for the hour and a half on that one, one stopped. One person stopped, and that was it. And he actually stopped the passerby. Why didn't he intervene? What were your thoughts on that one? And some of it was kind of weird because uh, where are we? The first reactions most of them said was, "Oh, the man probably deserved it or did something wrong." So that was why the woman was having a go with him. You did get the the ones where they didn't want to get involved. You had a, quite a few of that one, but it was just weird because the way. It, it was arranged and it was good to watch because you did get these people, you know, all rubbernecking as they're walking past, you know, oh, what's going on there? Mm. And there was a, one fella stopped and he was like, I didn't want to assist the fella because I thought he's a bloke, he'd be able to handle it. Yeah, I think that just shows. I think stuff like that's still very taboo, though, isn't it? You see people arguing and shooting, getting berated. And if you th thought of seeing if it was a woman doing it, you'd be more inclined to go and help them. But yeah. blokes, why is that, though? Why are we like that? I think it's just that misconception of the man can deal with themselves. Yeah. Or as it's, a, it's... Been, a few of them said, oh, he's probably done something wrong. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like, if you no one should be abused that, that way, back. really. No. If you took that back, what, 50, 60 years, and you, were, you had people screaming in the street, you'd have... The whole neighborhood coming out, seeing what's wrong, and seeing, making sure mm. you're okay and stuff. Whereas, mm. I think it's also that sense of community's gone as well. Yeah, there's no none of that uh, anymore. Thing. But we're also in the age of get your phone out and record it. Yeah, yeah. Rather Instead than getting involved, it's like you see them kids. It's like where you see them kids and they literally batting temp, kicking ten passes out of each other. Yeah. Instead of helping them or separating them, going, they're all like telling them about going. 
Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that I think it's a combination of people don't want to get involved. It's like Ian said, you know, the man's most probably done something, and it's that that age of now the sense of community has gone, the sense of togetherness has gone, and you don't. You don't get involved in other people's stuff anymore because it just. But brings... if you're seeing that happening, like now, would you get involved? Would you? Would you think you? Would you have I... to sort of like to go? You know, up and I, would be very I would. I would. Be, to be fair. I'd still probably act more if it was a man abusing a woman. Yeah. Then if a so woman, if it was a woman the was abusing the fella, would you be like, now, now, love? Can you keep wait till you're in the house or whatever and do it, or you know? Are you all right, mate? Can you me to get anything? I don't, I don't think, know. It's a weird one. I mean, it's I can weird, sit exactly. in and don't say, know what oh, you're involved, but if you're in that situation, you don't know. Yeah. No. I would be very reluctant just because of how I've been brought up of, you know, like, because when I was in school and stuff, they were like, well, don't get involved in anything because you don't know whether they've got a knife, a gun, and this, That's that. That's the thing now. Like, you, you, whereas, like, your Ian's generation more so, not because you're old, but you know you're old. But that's the thing you don't know what you're getting involved in anymore because yeah. it's like that. I'm sure it's like that lad. I mean, he broke up that young lad who got killed, stabbed in Heighton last week or the week before. Yeah, he tried to st he stop the fight or something, and then the people who were having a fight then come up to him and stabbed him. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't know whether to, you don't know whether actually you're doing more right Hard. for wrong. Or yeah, exactly. I think like, now the census on that one is call the authorities. I think that's mm. what I, I was about to say. I think if I seen that in the street and it made me feel uncomfortable, where I thought, okay, no, somebody's getting it here, or that doesn't yeah. seem right, I'd ring the police and just I'd go up and say, by the way, just let you know, just wrong with the authorities because I don't think this is right. Just go. If you want to carry it on, that's fine. But I'd, and then I'd get off. But mm. I wouldn't be like waiting around or not because you don't know what could happen. No, that's it. You don't know the fallout. I think that can be the problem. Mm. I mean, one thing this show said as well is that one in six men will suffer abuse in a relationship. Mm. I didn't realize it was that high. That's the thing, though. It's it is, especially as I say, like. It's that and especially kind of thing over lockdown, of, it's yeah. risen by what twenty five percent. It's yeah. that thing of you don't know what's going to happen behind closed doors, which is true. You don't know. You oh don't God, know. You have no idea. You can easily put a front on when you go out. As soon as you get through that door, and that door's shut. You don't, you don't know. know you don't know exactly. who or what changes. Yeah, I mean, you have no idea with me and my sex toys behind closed doors. That's exactly what I want to broadcast. That's on a different channel, and you'll have to look for that one. <laughs> I think that's well, on, on, that, on that note. Yeah. On that note, I want to draw to this fella. Okay, so for our Spotify people, yeah. this is a big black man. <laughs> it's no Clark. No Clark. For our Spotify viewers, he's he's a he's a black man. He's an actor. So he's a black he's, actor. More he's famous been... for being a Doctor Who was Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. He's been last week, um, allegedly, and it's all allegations. There's no certain, there's no evidence, or as of this, 
as of what I've read, there's no evidence or anything. There's just allegations um, of... So he's been accused of groping, harassment, and bullying by 20 women. So 20 men, ugh, twenty women have come forward um, of allegations. Um, BAFTA have suspended his outstanding contribution awards and actors' memberships. Membership. Um, he's had alleged misconduct, including claims that he secretly filmed naked auditions. Um, and he's allegedly showed colleagues sexually explicit photos and videos of women now he's had don't know if anyone saw it last week he had um, a tv show on itv every night that week aaron now uh now and a half i think friday's episode got cut because of these allegations um now i'm not saying it's not been done i'm not saying it has been done but i just i just want to get an idea of like because for me, this is, I don't know whether it's like you're punishing them before there's any concrete evidence, or is this just precautions, taking them off the screen, getting the it attention? There's no such the thing as innocent until proven guilty now, is the, that's the thing. It, it's you're like, guilty it's like being sentenced innocent. before going to court. You've already been judged by people that you're guilty. Yeah, or the actual court case, or the allegations, or the evidence has been shown. I mean, to take his BAFTA and all that away from him is, in my opinion, at the moment, wrong. Because yeah, I totally agree. Truth. Can I just so, read? Like, if all these allegations me. come out to be true, it then yeah, everything he gets. Yeah. Can I just read well, you something from the before. Guardian? Go on then. Um, so the Guardian's spoken to. 20 women, so the Guardian newspaper in the UK, um, all of whom knew Clark in a professional capacity. Okay. Uh, they variously accused him of sexual harassment, unwanted touching or groping, sexually inappropriate behavior, and comments on set, professional misconduct, taking and sharing sexually explicit pictures and videos without consent, and bullying. And all of this has been between 2004 and 2019. I'm always weary about why it took so long. So long for it to happen now, yeah. If that's been going on since 2004, why has it took, what, nearly 15 years, 19 years for them to come forward? I mean, as I say, if he's done this and it's proven, he deserves everything he gets. But Yeah. To be fair, I wouldn't want him finger-banging me, to be fair. It's the time it's one it's took for all this to come out into the open. Because mm. have they seemed to have waited till he's got a bit of he's a bigger star now and that person's getting more of the limelight? Honestly don't know. I was thinking the same. Why I know like in the past where like you've had like the, the Jimmy Savile cases and all of that, you've had the Be Help movements and all those the Hollywood movement that happened a few years yeah. ago, all the abuse and allegations. And I think it's like anything, no secret's gonna be a secret forever. But because I I can't I didn't find anything in that article to say why this has only just appeared now and why it's only just come to light now. Who's made the allegation? I'm not sure. I've not seen where that's come from. This is like I don't understand how and if this is you know, if it's true <clears throat> you know, 
Why would he think he was untouchable then? If, yeah. I don't know. It's like that. What's his name? That um, they say like the speak out. Yeah, the Epstein or the other fella, yeah. the, um, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why did you think he was so untouchable? Because you're this big wig. Well, a lot of them, I can understand so much with like to the Hollywood thing because there were people who were involved there could make or break your career. Yeah. yeah. But isn't and he pretty much the same? Like, did. I can see why they kept quiet. But he's pretty much the same on this, not as much as like, no, to, as the, he's not as like rich and as powerful, but he's a producer, writer, all that. So, I mean, if any, so people who want to be, become actors in the UK and they get him. Then he's kind of sort of like the same. He can make or break you. He can put you on the screen or not. Because it's down to him at the end of the day. Yeah, he's but the like, producer in the right but side. like some of these allegations are like 2004. So I think that was when he was just breaking in as well. Mm. So why why wait? That's what I mean. Why wait for 10, 15 years? I can, I can see why some people might wait. They may not want to come forward, which is fair enough. It's like it's up to them. Yeah. You know, you can't tell anyone what to do. Yeah. I mean, if they've gone through a situation that one they may feel ashamed of. Mm. And I totally get that. Totally yeah, get that. They might not want to broadcast it. So now that it's come out, they felt they got the courage to mm. actually come forward. Yeah. I understand that part of it. But um, I, I think the problem with it is how do you prove it? Because isn't it just going to be his word against them? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Because there's no that, evidence to back it up. Yeah. No. Unless so, unless you get witnesses from around the time or, you know, some of these people were working. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know how you could... I think there's got to be more to it together. than just what they're showing in the media yeah. then. Because if they took his bastard or suspended it or anything on suspected allegations, then yeah. there's got to be more to it. There's got to be more coming than what's being leaked at the moment. So there's yeah. going to be a bigger fallout from it. I think the problem with anything like this is if if he hasn't or he get, he's gets acquitted and there's no evidence whatsoever, um, not just talking about this fella, but in general, if you're accused and you're a star, that sticks. Yes, it sticks. It's yeah. like these poor fellas that get accused of rape and the other person he comes around and says, I was lying, I made it up. There was one story, actually funny enough, um, I was looking at, and a fella did four years in prison over the allegations of this lady, well, I'll say lady, and after four years, she felt the burden was too much and went to the authorities and basically said, I, I lied. It never happened. But well, it, it was like that. Four years and it's got that stigma attached to him. Well, do you remember last year? Was it last year or the year before? There was that French teacher who killed himself in France um, after allegations that uh, one of the secondary children he was teaching. Oh, yeah. For her to then come out this year and say, oh, well, I made it up. Oh, I don't so, know that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he'd been accused of being in a relationship with this this child. I think she was about 15, 16, something like that. And went through court and every, went through court and everything. And he ended up killing himself. I think he was it he killed himself or was he the one who was beheaded? 
no. was that a few years ago? But I, mean, no, I think he just, he, I say just, he, I think he committed suicide. Because what isn't the legal age for sex? Isn't that fourteen in France? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I just, so I mean, I just... I, so I mean, I get the like, that side of it's wrong, no matter what. I mean, if you're an adult and you're having sexual relations with anyone, you know, yeah. of a certain age, disgusting, you need to be castrated and have your dick chopped off and shoved up your ass. Yeah. But on for like on the legal side, isn't that sort of like it's like if I was to have sex with a sixteen-year-old now? That's not illegal. Not that I would. No. So, but if that's in France, if they were like fifteen, isn't that? I think that's where you got to start looking at as a moral standard. That's standard, it. it's the it? ethical side of it, in it, the mm. moral side of it. I'd but, say it's wrong. But it was a lie. She made yeah. it up. Yeah. And the fella killed himself. And the fella it. killed himself. Yeah. As just, just so, I'd say. I mean, I'm not referring to the, what we just. No, no, not referring to this at all, but I'm no. just putting an example well, You've of... got to be careful of the false allegations there. Mm. It, yeah. is, it should be you're innocent until proven guilty. And as we've said before, unfortunately, at the moment in these times, you are slated because uh, you're guilty. It's you the are opposite, guilty, guilty mm. and proven innocent. Uh, and the effects that can have on people is, well, exactly. life-threatening. Psychological issues, just... Do you think then there's got to be stronger? I suppose it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you want people, if they go through this, obviously to come forward. Yeah. If they've legitimately got a case or a claim. But should there be stronger sentences against people who falsely accuse? I think think it should be equal. You know, if you're going to put people through that trauma of being accused and being sent through all of this crap then you're you're basically mentally abusing them as much as it would if it was actually real it's like you know in that case where the fellow went for, to prison for four years because the, the the woman eventually said i made her all up uh so went so sorry she got i think it was sentenced to a year in prison so chances are she'll save like six months. Yes, that. that fella, he lost his job, his wife, well, relationship, his, his freedom. Now he's got to come back into society and you're still going to get people going like... Yeah, because it's, it's going to be on a record, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. But you're never going to watch say, yourself of that allegation. I was just going to ask, it's like, no, even though... Because you, you see all these, like, and hear about them, no, like, in America or here. And you get like girls who've had one night stands and they've instantly regretted it. And then they've said they've been raped. And then they said, oh, that person's raped me, whatever. Does anything happen to them? Mm. When they found out that it was falsely acute, that they falsely, that they consented to it just because they were a bit drunk or whatever. Does well, anything it. ever that's happen to them? cases, has not where women have consensually slept with someone the, in the night? Regretted it the next day, and took consent back. How how can you do that? That's the thing you can't. But there is people being taken to court because they've decided to take consent back the next day. That to me, I can't wrap my head around that. Well, I don't see how that you time you said yeah, and it's been both parties have agreed to it. You've done whatever. 
next day, whether there's been fallout or whatever, or he's basically just done it, and the next morning he's like, right, here's your taxi, fair fuck off. I mean, I could understand if, you know, you'd agreed to it, and halfway through you were like, no, no, get off me, get off me, no, and then they continued. Then, yeah, yeah I'd I, just yeah. get that totally. Hmm. But if, well, you, if, during, if you... Fair enough, if during it you suddenly realise, no, this is bang up, this, I don't want to do this. I don't want this, and they continue. Yeah, you've got to stop. That's, I understand. That's, yeah, but if you haven't said no, and you've just said, yeah, okay, and you've regretted it, then that's just a mistake. It's not right, because you consented to it. You still carry it on. It's a fucking life choice, isn't it? You mean, you yeah. live by it, and you don't do it next time. I mean, I've sat with people and thought, fuck me, what am I doing here? But I still got on with it. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, I mean, it's like now, you know, I woke up the next morning with some monsters <laughs> and I've been like, oh, regretted it. But, but it's I'm like now, though, if you more for like me, I don't know about you, Ian, but like on the dating scene now, you're actually quite reluctant to actually start talking to someone and get to know them in case that happens. Because you hear that many cases and it's you know shown on tv quite a lot of you know you meet someone and then allegations are set you're actually worried about going out to meet anyone anymore because as you say even if they're false you're still yeah. tarnished with that yeah. and you're yeah. trying to defend yourself i'm you gonna go on some sort of registered and all that like a sex offender register yeah yeah That's um, but it, do you know what I find? And I'm not making light of this, but it's funny how that you know that sense of community that we were talking about before has yeah. disappeared. It's funny how that sense of community comes back so quickly when someone's right. done something, and yeah. even when you've been, you know, pardoned with it or not pardoned, but you know, found not guilty. It's funny how that right. sense of community comes back in a negative way. Yeah, yeah if, if it's sort of negative, everyone just wants to jump on the bandwagon. Because as you say, even if they get found innocent, it's like, oh, something, they've got that mentality, something must have happened. Yeah, exactly. Go, yeah. Well, there's no there's no smoke without fire and all that in it, as the saying yeah. goes. And, I mean, accusations, it goes on both sectors as well, I can imagine yeah. it goes both ways. Yeah, and definitely. I, I feel sorry for the person who's get stuck in that situation. Yeah. Because it's a win, is it? No. I just hope that if he has done it, he does get reprimanded in the right way. Hmm. If, you know, all these allegations have found to be lies, I hope they get re reprimanded yeah. the right way. Yeah. But either way, I just hope it gets sorted and it's put to bed. Yeah, I say it's not... A... Yeah. Doesn't seem to be a pleasant situation. Drag it on just for ratings and yeah. selling your papers or whatever. That's the media. If you don't drag everything out, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't follow the media at all. I think 99% of it's bollocks. Yeah. On that note, we're going to move on. I want to bring you to. So, over the weekend in Liverpool, because you know, we are obviously the town that has to trial everything according to the government. So we had our mask-free concerts over the bank holiday weekend. So we had a concert down on the dock, concert in Sefton Park last night. Um, 
I think there was a few things going on on Saturday. So these were events where you would get COVID tested beforehand and afterwards. No social distancing was involved. No masks were involved. And this is the hospitality industry trying to prove that, you know, it's not that industry that is spreading COVID. See, I what? absolutely love this. I think it's amazing that, that they're doing it. I love, it, it, I love it seeing goes, that image of everyone I think together. It looks, I think it's a step. It shows that we're trying to get back to normal. And but should the I'm, hospitality industry, though, have to go to this extreme to prove that you know that sector is not the main reason for the spread of covid see the thing is you can't you can't blame one group or one sector for the spread of covid it was it's there it was there yeah. people it's been with a combination of different things yeah yeah the chances of people all being in close little area like this um yeah it probably did spread but as you say, I think the thing is now it is a case of it's here. We learn to live with it to the best of it we can. We can't carry on the way we have been. No, we can't. I mean, because I, I work in the hospital. I understand the, the strain it put on the NHS and what's going on in the world. Jesus, you don't have to look at India at the moment. Exactly. And the poor shit they're going through. So it is... It has been a big deal. But is and, it a case now that this is the new norm and this is just the way we've got to be? The thing is, I I think, you know, that's a step forward. And I know because I was looking at it myself and I was I was actually quite interested. So I was I actually like looked into it. They all got have to have PCR tests before to prove that they were all negative before they got there. And oh. then when they were coming out, there was people there doing the tests. So then for the follow-up. So if anyone did catch anything while they were there, then they're going to be able to contain it by saying, oh, you tested positive. Yeah. So it's, they're going to be able to contain it so it shouldn't spread. So I think that's a step forward, and I think that in a positive. Well, yeah, because as you say, I mean, they're, they're doing it in a very positive way. They're, they're regulating the people. They're making sure they're okay before they're in. Because one person there... Well, I suppose even if you didn't know you'd had COVID and you spread it around there, the guilt I'd feel if I'd done that. Oh, so God, I'd yeah. already checked before yeah. I went to that social area. That can, I give, can I give you two some statistics just to think about, right? Go on. 26th of January, which looks like not the highest peak, but around about the 20, 19th, 20th, um, go with the 20th, 1,820 deaths that day in the uk yeah as of yesterday 14 see yeah. that's the thing it's the cases and but we didn't have the um, vaccine rollout back then did they really i mean it only started in december and we're only in may now and so the fact that they've done over 35 million i mean well, at least for one dose but if you look back at last august the highest, right, from the whole of August, like the 30, 30th of July, 2020, no deaths. I think the highest within August was about 20, 21st of August. You've got mm, two. There was no vaccines then either, was there? There was no vaccines. That was after the first lockdown. So you've got all of that 
which is then, you know... That but then happens. that puts stock into the fact that you're saying that, but the lockdown was... Because let's put it this way, because I was still going to work during the first lockdown, and during the first lockdown, there was hardly any cars on the bleeding road. Yeah. Hardly yeah. any. I mean, and you just have to look at, look at the environment. It was the... I mean, like, look at them pictures of Blackpool. You know, where they, where they walk the steps in Blackpool, and it goes yeah. right down to the prop, the sea. The the water was spotless. Second mm-hmm. lockdown, because you could go to work, the roads were fucking chocker, and the city looked like a shit tip again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the third lockdown was a fucking farce. Yeah, no one really bothered. I mean, to me, it just... When you went out, where if I had to go shopping for milk and bread and stuff, the streets were just like, all right, it wasn't as busy as normal. It looked like a Sunday. Yeah. There was people out and about all wandering over. The amount of cars going up and down the streets and the roads, I was thinking, where's all going? Because you're not meant to be mixing. Exactly. I it think was people a joke. Got that tired of it, I think, from the first yeah. one. The second one was a mini semi lockdown it wasn't really you know proper lockdown and you know the thing is i can honestly say hand on heart and i never went anywhere i didn't have anyone in my house i didn't go to anyone else's house I, the only place i went was away and to the shops and like, you had to queue for that mm. that's all i that's all i done i never went to anyone and you know what i'm fucking so over it because i miss my family now we can see them you know, I'm seeing them. I don't give a fuck anymore. Past fucking caring. I think you know we just need. As you say, you need to just sort of like learn to live with it now. And I re- and I did see this in the news the other day that the UK has booked another sixty million doses of the Pfizer jab for in the winter months for people who are more vulnerable. Mm. So I think that's just going to be the way forward every year, isn't it? It's just instead gonna be like a flu. flu jab. Instead of a flu jab, you're going to have a COVID jab because. Yeah. I bet you haven't heard of any single person having the flu this year, have you? No, exactly. No, I think that has flu. been the problem. I do believe that a lot of statistics have been. I'm not going to say false. Moved into a different you know category. Included in yeah. it that shouldn't have been. As to men who have got the jab, how are you feeling yeah. about coming out of this lock? Because I've not had mine yet. I've been called for it. But I'm still reluctant. Why are you reluctant to get it? That's what I don't understand. I, my whole point, my whole look on it is because I've heard the things about the fertility side of it and I've looked into it. And for me, for me, I'm not, I'm not, I want to process but it all first. Isn't that like the whole, if you'd have the AstraZeneca, you're going to have a blood clot fucking scenario? I know, it's a very, I, very slim chance. Oh, no. I know all that. But, like, for me, it's just... I'm trying to weigh up my thoughts on it. Because, like, I got... I got bombarded with phone calls from my doctors for about two weeks. So then when I finally answered them, it was a student doctor who was, like... I was, you know, asking, could I, you know, talk to a proper doctor? To which they was like, oh, I'm a student, so I can help you. I was just like, no offence. No, you're not. You're not qualified. You might know tons of it about it, but I don't want to talk See, to I've had both jabs, and I know Ian has. And I know the first, when I got the first jab, 
it literally put me on my ass for two days. Yeah. And I felt grim. But I felt all right after that. My second jab, it was like I had a hangover. So I'm, I am pro-jab. I think if it gets people to get them back into work, getting the jobs back, because as I say, I work in the hospitality sector. And where I work, after cause of COVID, there's only three people. We're in a kitchen of, say, 14 people. There's now only three, two jobs mm. out of the cause of COVID. Yeah. So I know what it's like, and I've seen loads of people, and I know friends who where I used to work who have lost jobs being made redundant. And I know there's other places across the board, like across the whole work sectors, because people can work from home and jobs have become obsolete and people are, offices have realised that people work better at home than in the office because they're more productive. So I am pro-jab. Yeah, same here on that one. If it gets us going back to as normal as we're ever going to be. Yeah. Yeah, and take the jab. If it I is understand your, of... where you're coming through, Bernard. Where yeah, get where your, your reservations. Yeah, but I think be... with any any medication, there's going to be side effects. Doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what you It's whether or not they're to the extreme that you were talking about there. Which is why I want a doctor's opinion rather than a medical student. Which no yeah. offense, you're studying to get into that point, but for me, it's just like, well, no offense, you're not qualified. No, no I get what you. I get what you're saying, and I do. I understand your reservations, but I do think it's like a very, very slim chance. But I do know now when you get your second, when they are you no know, giving your vaccination. Yeah. Where, when we had, I had my first one. They never bothered asking if you were on any blood thinners or aspirin or anything like. They are now, so they put yeah. that into account because they asked me if I was on warfarin or aspirin, and I'm going no. So I, think, I think I'd rather wait a little bit longer so that they could get a bit more knowledge about it and how, you know, the side effects and all that stuff. I'd rather wait that little bit longer. And I know you can't have the job if you're a pregnant lady. No, you can't have it now. No. So I, I'm all just all right. on the internet. You're all right. You've, I'm you've... all right. I'm a bit I'm chunky, but I'm, right. I'm on the mindset of I'd rather. Wait, I've had it twice. If it's if it was going to kill me, it would have killed me by now. Not saying yeah. that for anyone else, you know. No. Uh, and can I, I just say though, um, somebody I'm not not gonna not loud at the book, right? Somebody I know, and you know, because you gave me this message the other day, no one talking about pregnancies and stuff. Yes, yeah. This per the this person had the jab about five months ago, mm. and. He's managed to, you know, knock yeah, yeah. misses up. So it it doesn't. I, I can't. I don't understand. I don't know where the numbers where are that and that. But that sort of it hasn't stopped his swimmers. That's <laughs> plus the fact. Let's be honest. Nobody's going to sleep with you anyway, Ben. So I don't know what you're worrying about. Go, oh, gay Ben. I'll sort you out. You bunch of <laughs> Not me personally, but I'll, I'll I'll get you I'll get you somebody to knock you up. On that note, you can go on the big screen for oh, once. Here we go. Funny enough, this week nothing has really upset me. But what I'd like to ask is people to make comments about stuff that has annoyed them. So maybe I can look into it and see if it 
basically if it pisses me off and i'll have a rant about it so <laughs> back to you sue no no you're staying there no no i'm all right is there anything that pissed me off that i want you talking to no i don't know just get me off the screen or i'll fucking leave <laughs> <laughs> I don't Ooh. really get annoyed. It's only like little things that bug me. Do you know what? I've had quite a pretty good week. I've not had anything to be annoyed at. I mean, to be fair, my week only just started today, so i To be fair, I think people are just going to be disappointed that they're not going to hear a rant this week. <laughs> yeah. No, the only <laughs> thing that has pissed me off a little bit this week, and it goes back to the COVID thing, is if you're going to wear a mask, cover your fucking nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I don't see the fucking point. These it's either under your fucking chin, over your lip, and your fucking nose is poking out. Yeah. It's not difficult. Another fucking inch. And it covers it. Plus half of you are ugly fuckers. You need to wear a mask. There you go, sort of a rant. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we've come to an end. Oh, this this show this show gets yeah. longer and longer. I was gonna say week. it's getting longer. <laughs> Else. Last week has an, was an hour and one. This week's an hour and five. And it's counting more because you're talking. Yeah. Right, on that note, we'll end. So, Thanks for listening. If you've got anything that's annoyed you, please send it in. Ian will have a rant about it. And if you've got yes. any topics that you want us to cover, please feel free to let us know. We will see you next week live at half seven. Enjoy. Bye Thank now. you. Au revoir.